Now that you've gotten your bearings, please stand so that the Capitol is on your right and the Lincoln Memorial is on your left. You'll be facing north, and we're ready to start our tour. Please feel free to walk around the plaza while I describe this monument to the first President of the United States, George Washington. The Washington Monument was designed by Robert Mills. Construction was begun with the laying of the cornerstone on July 4, 1848, but it would take many years until the entire structure, as we see it today, would be complete. Rising to a height of 555 feet, 5 and 1 eighths inches, and with over 36,000 stones, this monument is one of the tallest freestanding masonry structures in the world. It is made of marble, mainly from Maryland, but with a nod to New England, there is also a little marble from Massachusetts as well. The structure weighs over 81,000 tons. At its base, the walls are 15 feet thick. At its top, the walls are a mere 18 inches thick. It was completed in 1884 and dedicated in early 1885. Many people refer to the monument as an obelisk, and Congress even designated the Washington Monument as an obelisk, but that is not really correct, because an obelisk is a single piece of stone. Instead, this is an assembled structure and not a single piece of stone. In August 2011, an earthquake struck the D.C. area and literally shook the monument. In September 2011, the Park Service brought in a team of engineers who actually rappelled down each face of the structure, examining stone by stone the entire building. The last time the monument was given a thorough restoration was in the 1990s, so the engineers were able to work with fairly recent reports and diagrams to determine the condition and extent of damage to the monument. Luckily, the structure was found to be in pretty good shape for a building that's over 125 years old. Besides the monument, the other prominent feature here is the circle of flags, one flag for each of the 50 states that make up the United States. When you approached the monument, you probably noticed that the marble changes color near the middle. You are not imagining that. In fact, as the monument reached the 150-foot mark in 1854, construction was halted due to a lack of funds. Then, with the start of the Civil War in 1861, and with the social turmoil that followed for many years after that war, the monument would remain at the 150-foot height for another 20 years. During that time, the focus of the country would shift away from honoring Washington, and this poor memorial would look for a long time like a forlorn shaft out in the middle of a wasteland. Mark Twain, in 1874, said that it looked like a factory chimney with the top broken off. In 1876, almost 30 years from the groundbreaking, Congress appropriated the funds to get construction moving again. However, the marble from the Maryland quarry was a slightly different color than the earlier marble, hence the difference in color between the lower portion of the shaft and the upper portion. The monument was finally completed in 1884. And here is a tidbit that many visitors do not know. The mallet used to set the cornerstone is the same implement that Washington himself used to lay the cornerstone of the Capitol.
It is also the very same mallet that was used to set the cornerstones for the Washington National Cathedral in 1907 and for the Jefferson Memorial in 1939. Most books on the Washington Monument give the height as 555 feet 5 and 1 inches. However, in 1999, the National Oceanic and Atmospheric Administration used a global positioning system to determine that the exact height is 0.775 inches taller than the official height, which would make it 555 feet and almost 6 inches. So.